Hey guys, welcome to the Launch and Scale podcast. I'm Kirsten Ross, and this podcast, we talk about best practices when it comes to launching and scaling your physical product brand online. Whether you're doing Kickstarter or even launching your own brand online, we help you with best foundational practices and conversations around helping you build a brand that you can sell or at basic support your lifestyle so that you can quit your nine to five and live life on your terms. Super excited. You can dive into more resources and previous episodes at Kirsten.com. So I get this question a lot, which is how do I stop other people from stealing my product idea before I have a chance to get it off the ground? So today's video, I'm going to be talking about my opinion on the matter in terms of where do patents come in? Where do trademarks come in? What level of protection do you need? And when? Um, I do need to preface this video by saying that I am not a lawyer and this is not legal advice. This is my opinion from what I've seen work in the trenches with the companies that we work with, with new products. I will also say that I am creating this video to shed some light on the, the conversation of like, where, you know, do you even need any protection? What kind of protection is available? When is too much protection? Like just help you kind of navigate the waters a little bit. So you're more literate when you go to speak to a actual IP trademark or patent attorney to help you with your specific situation get actual legal advice. So that's a little disclaimer of this video. This is a true opinion piece based on what I have seen in the last couple of years. So the first thing I want to say is that I wouldn't see someone ripping your idea off as a bad thing. It, if you have something that is worth ripping off, it's going to get ripped off at some point. So I do want to start by saying that because if you have something that proves to be the next million dollar idea, it's a matter of time until other opportunists are going to come along and figure out how to create a knockoff um, fake version of what you're doing. So no matter what you do, what patents you have, what trademarks you have, what protection you have across your brand and your product, if you have something worth its salt, you are going to get ripped off. And that's not a bad thing. Getting ripped off is a high, high compliment because then that means that you've, decree you've discovered a opportunity in the market that someone else didn't. And even better, when you do it properly, you get first mover advantage. So I do want to say that, you know, if you expect to completely protect your product and your brand and you hope it never gets ripped off, I think that you're actually looking at it backwards. So number one, if you have something worth it, someone is going to rip you off and it's a matter of time. So knowing that, what do you do? Okay, well, as an entrepreneur, you have a couple of options. You can um, go through the full patent process, full trademark process, spend thousands and thousands of dollars and months to lock in a patent before you even take your product to show to a single person and talk to your market because you're in so much fear that your product is the next big thing that you just got to protect it at all cost. And the problem with doing that, it, that's a huge scarcity mindset thing because it's going to take you upwards of two years to lock in that patent 
you may have missed your opportunity to take your product into the market at the right time and you have sunk in thousands of dollars into something that you haven't even validated is going to sell. So first thing, my, my opinion piece on this is that you should not be investing money into a full patent until you have customers that have purchased your product and you have proven that this is a game changer, okay? What you can do in the meantime is file what's called a provisional patent. A provisional patent kind of like holds your patent spot for 12 months and you can renew after uh, every 12 months up to a certain point, you can renew that. So don't, first off, you don't need to go through the full patent process. My opinion on patents is that if you have something you're serious about patenting in the future, you start with a, uh, a patent pending, provisional patent process that you can either use the help of a lawyer to do, or you can file it yourself online for a couple hundred dollars. And again, that's going to give you the opportunity to say that patent pending, you have started the process, okay? But again, it's not the full commitment. Then what you could do to secure a full patent is after you've launched the product, after you have a few hundred or thousands of customers using it, then you can decide whether you have something patentable and you can fully finish that process and then spend the tens of thousands of dollars to go and secure that patent. So that's the first, the, the thing I'm going to say about patents is like, you know, if you sit and wait in so much fear that someone is going to rip off your product, you're really looking at this in a very like, you know, um, blinded sort of way because you actually kind of want to be ripped off. But to give yourself an advantage, you need to get to market quickly. You need to get customers buying your product and validating it and getting that proof of concept as quickly as possible. So I'm not saying in this video that you shouldn't protect anything. I'm saying you should mitigate cost and do it in a way where you're getting just enough protection, but not breaking the bank by doing it. So two things I recommend that you go to market with. Number one, a provisional patent. If you do see yourself patenting something. Number two, what about trademarking your name? So if, assuming you, well, you have a brand name, obviously, because we need a brand. I just realized how dumb that comment was, but that's okay. Um, I love myself deprecating humor at times. So what about trademarking? So trademarking often comes next after you figure out your brand name. And if you are serious about your brand name, then you want to you, yes, go to GoDaddy and see if the domain is available, but that's not enough protection. Like you want to secure the domain name. You want to secure the social media handles for the brand. But before you even do that, you want to do a trademark search using the USPTO database, which I will drop a link below this video. You want to do a trademark search to see if they're in your product space, in your niche, that you're working in, are there any other companies whose name is too similar to yours? Because the thing with trademarking is you are going to get a trademark assuming there isn't a company with the same or very similar name that can be confused with yours in the same space. So you want to do a trademark search. Um, either you can do it again yourself on USPTO website or the US Patent Trade Office, or you can uh, use the help of a lawyer to do a trademark search and actually help you file a trademark, um, which will be you know the more expensive option, but you know it's done properly at that point. 
So do a trademark search. When that clears, you can file the trademark and it can take about up to six months to get approved for the trademark. So um, those are like the two minimal things I would do. And then um, another cool tip actually from Stephen Key when I had him on the show talking about like how do you prevent people from ripping your products. Um, while he did say, you know, um, you can never fully prevent someone from ripping your idea, what you can do, um, and this is a cool trick with copywriting. So this is something, once you have the images that you're going to go to launch with and be public in your marketing efforts, you can actually copyright your images. Because if you think of it this way, and this has happened uh, you know, one of our, one of our clients, um, oh, you know, Jamstack, the guitar amplifier, we, after launch and after we had raised about a million dollars in pre-orders, um, and we're now actively selling on our website, we had like three or four people from our community send us a link to say like, Hey guys, someone is pretending to be Jamstack selling our, your product at, at like a quarter of the price. Um, so we quickly sent a cease and desist and like got that taken care of, but people are going to, again, opportunists are gonna come and try and rip off your product, which is an entirely different conversation. But one thing they will do is if someone tries to rip your product, they're going to try to pretend to be you. And the only way they can pretend to be you is by taking your images, taking your logo, taking your video, like any assets and dumping it on a storefront to look legitimate. So if you can copyright your images, it's going to cut down the amount of assets that someone can take and masquerade as you online. Okay, so that's a really cool tip. Thanks, Stephen, for that. Um, and another thing you need to think about is what if when you take your product to a manufacturer, be it maybe you're doing a white label or they're using technology that already exists and your product requires like a slight customization of that. You wanna look at making sure that the manufacturer isn't actually using or infringing on someone else's patent, okay? So that's super important because if you don't do your due diligence on the technology and your manufacturer, you can land yourself in a whole lot of trouble infringing on someone else's patent without even meaning to. So if you do fall under the category of you, your product may be requiring um, the use of existing technology or something that may already be at, like have a patent on it, you want to do your due diligence prior to manufacturing. And the best way to do that is to do a patent search. You could do a patent search through a legal professional um, to help you with that. So that's just really one thing um, that people don't really think of until it's too late. So you, it, there's multiple layers of protection um, when, when to take into consideration with that, so. But yeah, honestly, the point of this video is like you, you just can't be scared for people to rip off your product. You need to look at it more in terms of, okay, if I have something that people are going to rip off, what is the minimum amount of protection that I can feel good about going to market with this? Okay, so I've already given you my opinion on those two. But also, the other thing comes down to an entirely separate conversation. How can you get your product into customers' hands as quickly as possible? Because the reality is you want first mover advantage. Meaning, by the time you launch a product, you wanna be at a point where you can get that product into customers' hands as quickly as possible, okay? Which crowdfunding terms, or you know, depending if you're doing a product or a, a pre-launch, 
thing where you're raising the capital first and then going to market. Like, you know, if you could pretty much have your manufacturer locked in, deposit paid, that means that you can have product in customers' hands within about three to four months. So before you go to launch, you also want to make sure you have um, your your prototype pretty much final. So it's just a matter of like, okay, manufacturer, here's my cash. Let's go manufacturer. So first mover advantage, you want to make sure that you are getting a great product into your customer's hands before someone else has an opportunity to say, that's a great idea. I'm going to start manufacturing and delivering first. Okay, so that is what you can do to protect yourself. Again, this video is not legal advice. This is what I have seen from conversations and what our actual clients are doing to help make sure that they are getting to market as quickly as possible and being responsible with um, budget, that, like money they're actually spending on protection. So hey, thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. For more like it, as well as free resources, be sure to head over to our website, which is kirsten.com. It's K-H-I-E-R-S-T-Y-N.com. And if you do not want to miss another episode, be sure to subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms or catch the video version of this on YouTube. Apart from that, we'll see you next time. Are you launching a product on either Kickstarter or Shopify and you're feeling completely overwhelmed with the process? Hi there, my name is Kirsten, the CEO of Launch and Scale. To date, we've helped several online sellers sell millions of dollars online and scale their business from zero to seven figures by focusing on building an audience of fans that will actually convert into paying customers. If you're serious about building a seven-figure e-commerce brand with less time and less risk, you should check out our product launch pad. PLP is a proven accelerator that takes you step-by-step -step through the process of launching and scaling your product brand. Brands like the Monk Manual, Aberlite, Series Chill, Jamstack, and several others were all launched using our product launch pad. So if you'd like to be our next success story, go to launchandscale.co slash PLP to learn more. And for a limited time, we're offering a seven-day trial of the product launch pad for only $1. Again, go to launchandscale.co slash PLP to learn more.